Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Stephen. And this is In a Barbie World. A podcast where we look at every Barbie movie from 1987 to the present day. From fairy tales to literary classics. From Mariposa to Mamadia. It's time to get unboxed. Readjust your lippy. Rock the ball gown. And let's get our Barbie on. Barbie. And the magic of Pegasus. It's a new one, isn't it? I wasn't, I wasn't seeing that particular construction. Not as, if, is, colon. And it's bigger than that, though, isn't it? It's the Magic of Pegasus 3D. In 3D. Yeah, it's very exciting. I didn't watch it in 3D. I don't I know if I missed it. out. No. So once again, my... um, haha, Yeah, I watched this one a bit of a different way. So my, my I do have the DVD, which did have those red and green glasses which was a bit odd because i thought um but i'm not sure if that's how it was but anyway that that's i think someone might just put them in there because it's secondhand yeah. ebay spend anyway i did wish it, but i found a copy on the internet in a format called divx right which is one of the first sort of file formats for movies so we had mpeg and then now we have mkvs don't we in avia but we but divx was this really this one which is meant to have um uh, sort of um copy protection built into it it would have to go online to make sure you're allowed to watch this divx thing this one just worked but i thought oh my god how old is this film 2005 sounds like a lifetime ago to you i'm sure to me I'm like, to me i'm like oh my god how 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 pirating films off the internet has changed but i have bought i have got it i just had to pirate it to watch it <laughs> amazing there you go there's a there's, there's a side avenue you didn't know we were going down but but yes it is it is allegedly in 3d yeah, my I had the DVD. It was not in 3D, but what the DVD does come with always is the DVD menu, and um, it was very quiet for a Barbie DVD menu. Usually, she starts chatting away the second you've like pushed it in. Mm. Um, but she was like quite silent, and I was like, "Oh my god, is Barbie okay? Like she hasn't she hasn't spoken to me." at all yet normally no, no, like, normally she's a bit sassy isn't she she's like so all over it she's all over the menu and i've gotten like three menus in and no one had said a word and i was like fuck barbie like you're right um and then finally i i pressed play and she said i love watching movies with friends like you but as she said that a shelly with wings came up to the camera and like winked at me and that's when I realized what the problem has been this whole time the Shelly Kelly creature is always like an adult trapped in a child's body yeah they act way older than they look and I'd not figured that out before but they never act like children. They're always like mini adults, and that is why they're so freaky. So this is a whole. This is this is like Chucky, isn't it? This is like yeah. uh, the, all those ventriloquist doll films. These 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 dolls with their big heads. I mean, um, they all look like Funko Pops before Funko Pops yeah. are a thing, and they're dead eyes. And they, they, they have a maturity and an ability to, to speak well beyond their, like, six-year-old bodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird. 
And so I think I think you I think you found why we don't the like Shelley Kelly. Oh, well, the heads are too big, their eyes are too big, too and and big. and they're kind of a little bit sexualized as well. So sexualized. And 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 you feel really uncomfortable. And she's a bit of a windy moaner, but but that whole thing's gone. Although saying yes. that, so this is a weird old film, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's going yes. back. So we talked last time with the Mamadia how things were moving in a different direction, mm. where it was about selling toys. It was about an original story. This is an original story, but feels much more like a film before Mamadia. It feels more like a classic fairy tale. It's got mm. a real, like, f- like with Fairytopia, they were like, let's come up with an original story. Um, and then they did that. Whereas here, it's like, let's come up with an original fairy tale. And they've really drawn on, like, the fairy tale. Um, but it's still incredibly original. I heard, the only review I'd heard about this movie was from my friend who had watched the Barbie movies growing up and she'd said that the magic of Pegasus was one that she could never get her head around because it was so confusing. So going into this movie, I was ready to have like a clusterfuck of like mishmash of whatever. But actually, you know, I'm sure my friend was like seven at the time, which is why she was confused. Um, It wasn't confusing at all, and it was highly enjoyable. And just to, like, continue with that little story, she was... I know her from drama school, and she she was coming over... She came over from America for the year, uh, and then she had to go back, and it was horrible. But as a parting gift, I wanted to get her Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus on DVD as, like, a little in-joke thing. Um, So I went to CEX... And I found it and I took it to the counter and then there was a whole thing where this bloke like put the DVD in and as he was like ringing it up on the register or whatever, I looked at it and I was like, excuse me, that DVD is for Barbie. Mamadia, I wanted Barbie and the Magic of (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, oh, well spotted. And then he's like this arduous journey where he gets like two other people involved <laughs> to like try and specifically find Barbie and the magic of Pegasus, not Barbie and Mermaidia. And I was like, look mate, just do your job. Like I'm not embarrassed like about this. Cause I came in here with the intention to buy a product from you. And the least you could do is sell it to me correctly. So just um, for, our, for our non-British audience, of which I'm assuming we have some, um, <laughs> CEX, as you call it, is um, mm. it's a high street. Well, it stands for Computer Exchange, I think. Believe it or not, you are meant to call it Sex. That oh, is, that is what I believe the owners of the brand would like you to call it. But well, they it, can jog on. Yeah, they can fuck right off <laughs> because I went to Sex. Um, <laughs> but they they basically are an exchange we used to have these a lot more in the uk but they they've kind of there used to be shops where you could like take your you can take your computer games that you've played and your cds and your dvds and then they'd give you a pittance in return and that's kind of what they do and you'll find it's full of old dvds loads of kids dvds and lots of playstation 2 games Mm. and um but i have to admit i i and but they're not just that they also do like 
uh, it's a bit like a pawn shop in some ways, isn't it? Where people yeah. seem to pawn their musical instruments or their computer equipment and things like that. But it's on pretty much every town's got a mm. CEX, hasn't it? C-E-X. So, and I, but, but basically what they have is they have these filing cabinets behind the counter full of all the DVDs. So I can just imagine this guy in his bloody, I don't know, in his motorhead t-shirt <laughs> looking at you behind his fringe with his, with his pimple face. <laughs> tromping along trying to find it where someone's basically misfiled it and yeah i've 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 been there not i've been there with like, asian movies and they're like exactly the yeah. same story you know because they like, just pick up a barbie dvd and they're like that'll fucking do that looks like pastel colored yeah bung and, uh, it in and, and you're the, like and excuse just, me sir and the system is meant to be a little better than that but um yeah but it is a, it's one of the mainstays of the of the british high street and now we don't have record shops anymore or anything yeah. like that but everywhere has a cex sucker <laughs> yeah. so, uh, and it's a similar story in the mall right yeah. sorry so that's yes. my fun little sidetrack about yeah the magic of pegasus which is um very fun in that it opens in like a snowy mountain landscape world which is nice because we've sort of been in summer forever up until this point yeah um, it has felt like that hasn't it so we get Barbie on ice, which must be a thing. Um, well, I think pretty certain mind. after the last episode, I'm sure that, that if there isn't a Barbie on ice of any of this, there should be. But it's really nice because yeah. I think ballet, I do feel, is a bit of an elitist thing, right? Yes, mm-hmm. lots of six-year-old girls do ballet, but really, who really follows ballet into into later life? It's a, it, there's a yeah. class element to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas ice skating lives in two worlds. There's this, there's this, there is a classist element to it as a sport, and I use the word sport broadly. But Be ice careful. dancing, <laughs> yeah, but ice dancing. Any, I, I, I don't like sports, and I'm rabbiteering that have a subjective view on right. the score. Yeah, so yeah. I, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not that I don't think that ice dancing is really fucking amazing and really difficult to do and I could never do it. I just don't think it's a sport because it's up to judges and rules. I feel the same about gymnastics. I feel the same about mm-hmm. trampolining, which you know my daughter, my, one of my daughters did to quite a high level. And the frustration is you get to a point where as if you're in the scene, you understand it all. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and where all the points are coming from and getting taken off and understand the politics of it. But if you're just trying to watch and enjoy it, it mm-hmm. becomes quite a, you know, it's a subjective experience, isn't it? So therefore, yeah. it's not a sport. Yeah, we don't, we don't, people don't watch football and say that goal's worth more because it was more beautifully executed. So maybe sports the wrong word. But then, however, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> however. It's a big old argument. That is, that's not for this show. But however. <laughs> It's really nice. And so the, my point was, is that there's also this secondary thing about ice dancing, which is everyone can do it. So in the UK, and I know in the States, you know, there's, there's, there's ice rinks and you can go Saturday morning, rent a pair of ice skates and bumble around the um, the uh, the ice skating rink. Yeah, hmm. um, which I feel is more egalitarian than... Um, ballet dancing yeah 
Yeah. I, I can go ice skating with my kids. I can't mm-hmm. go ballet dancing with my kids unless I'm yeah, Rudolf Nereyev or something like that. So I thought it was really nice. I think mm. what the fuck she's doing on this mountain with a remarkable amount of ice is a bit mental. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the worst she does on this. And we've got classical music back. Yes, it, the whole thing is scored by basically Beethoven, mm. um, which was an interesting choice. So you've you've sort of mentioned it already, how they're tr- almost trying to hark back to the earlier movies, the like the trilogy almost, mm. where the whole score is essentially Beethoven. We've got what seems to be some sort of rotoscoped ice skating, um, and it's a fairy tale, but it is an entirely original fairy tale. Um, in a very anti-Disney move, classic Barbie, uh, sh- the, this princess has a mum, which is always nice to see, um, a mum and a dad, and they're incredibly overprotective, whereas Annika, Princess Annika is our main character, and she is fucking awesome. Like, she is such a good role model. Like, she's, we've always talked about how these Barbie ladies are leading ladies are good in that they're often resourceful and honest and kind this one is like sassy and brave she's like it's it's you know what it is it's very 90s this Mm, whole movie is very 90s she's incredibly outspoken and like brave to the point of stupidity (laughs) but also very very clever and quick in a crisis which is i'd never seen anything like it i'd never seen a leading lady like this i thought it was amazing Um, she she is a little bit bratty at the beginning she has a yeah and i could just hear my teenage daughters oh you're so but but and it, and it absolutely is you get it as as the story unfolds you and you un, and you understand it from both sides as well don't you that which is interesting yeah but see, there is a yeah. bit of oh you're so horrible to me and on my birthday as well and it's like but it's true <laughs> but it is true to go ice skating and then she brings back a polar bear with eyelash extensions right hang on and we just need to talk about this right one kids don't pick up wild animals and bring them home, right? That's bad. <laughs> Secondly, don't go fucking near a polar bear. It will eat you. Polar bears, are, po- polar bears polar are one of the bear... most dangerous animals in the world. They're, they, polar bears kill more people than fucking great white sharks do. And don't bring them home, eyelash extensions or not. <laughs> right. Public, yeah. public safety note is over. <laughs> she brings home a fucking it's, polar bear. <laughs> it's a... It's a fu- and it's... It's mute. It's mute in the sense that it doesn't have human dialogue. Instead, it has really annoying little noises. Um, and it's cold. When she first meets it, it like shivers on the ice. This never comes back as a character trait. She just shivers this one time. And so <coughs> Barbie's like, I'm going to call you Shiver. Which, you know, hats off, is a fucking great name for a polar bear. Like, well done, whoever came up with this character. The, the the concept of it, a baby polar bear with, like, blush and eyelashes that's called Shiver. Perfect. Adorable. So 2000s. I'm all on board. But it never shivers again. It being cold, it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Um, it's never showcases a problem and it's attracted to shiny jewellery which sort of pays off but also 
doesn't. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's, I, I'm assuming there's a toy. Oh, there's a like a plush toy. Yeah, but what I will say is this is unnecessary dish. because we have fucking Pegasuses in it. Pegasus, yeah. <laughs> Pegasi. I don't know. Yeah, Pegasi, we have wing. It's so true. We have winged horses. We don't need. The little the slow, little, little little sloth-like thing that doesn't. Do, I mean, Bibble was annoying. I have to say, I am going to put. Does the um? Does the polar? Oh, Shiver! You've just talked about it. Yes, <laughs> Shiver is the most annoying sidekick so far, as far as I'm so concerned. So far, and like we've had quite annoying speaking sidekicks that are like whatever. It's it's almost because it doesn't speak, and the, and mixed with the way it looks, it's just. It's annoying, and like when we first, I'm skipping ahead a bit, but when we first meet the like Ken character, she does this like fawning, like ah, <laughs> kind um, of bullshit. And and again, it's so 90s, and I'm so used to Barbie not relying on these 90s tropes. That again, I'm going to go way into. And we are, um, but yeah. and we are going to talk about this later because there is, there is, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But there's. I talked about the sexualization of Shelley Kelly earlier. Oh my god! Yeah, there's going to be some weird shit going down in this film that that is a bit odd. But hey ho, let's um yeah, let, let's continue on because. <laughs> <laughs> so very quickly, Annika is grounded and immediately breaks curfew and goes down to the ice rink. Everyone knows that she's the princess, so she's not been hidden that well. Um, and they're all having a good time on the ice, and it's fine. And then the plot turns up very very quickly in this in the as the northern lights the northern lights appear and everyone's like oh shit and i'm like what guys it's the aurora borealis it's beautiful like you should be getting your cameras out but no it's not it's our main antagonist who is the 90th villain to have ever 90s he comes down on a griffin and he unmounts and he goes wow you are the most beautiful woman i've ever seen i shall take you for my wife and i was like oh here it is (laughs) (laughs) six movies in (laughs) they ran out of ideas because they'd been doing so well i think i said about rothbart and swan lake not falling into this trap and how what how refreshing that was, and it's taken them six movies, and and we're we're here. Someone's gone. Ugh, let's just let's just make him want her to be his wife because she's really hot. Like, let's just do that. Like, come so on, I've all I've it. written in my notes is Wenlock, which is this fella's name, is a douche, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that pretty much covers it all because he's yeah, you, you you're quite right. His motivation. Well, his motivation is a little bit bluebeardy, isn't it? Actually, yeah. Because um, there's more on that later. Um, but also, he's like says all these postmodern things, like bonus round, and like what? Yeah. The, the, and oh it God. is, and it has got this kind of nineties were terribly it's, it's guilty so of of sort of postmodernism, and yeah. and having sort of people speak and. Chronistically, and yeah. everyone's a fucking stand-up comedian. Do you know what I mean? And, and and all of the villains just want to marry the leading ladies. Like that is their mm. entire motivation. They just want your heart. Let's get married. And like that was the whole thing. And like if it wasn't clear enough, straight after he said, "I'm gonna marry you," 
Barbie says something like, who the fuck are you, mate? And he goes, ho, ho, feisty as well, my favourite, or some bullshit like that. Uh, I may have mentioned it before, but the classic, like, um, hey, I don't appreciate you crash landing on my ice skating party and threatening to kidnap and marry me. And that is interpreted by these fucking douchebags as, ho, ho, so feisty. I mean, like, already, no. already, the, the only thing he didn't do is give her a pat on the bum, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know what? <laughs> Within this movie's context, I don't mind it. Because they're what of what they're doing, where they're doing this original fairy tale thing, I think this villain fits this movie. Um, because the next thing he says is the king and queen rush out and they're like, for fuck's sake, Wenlock, please fuck off. We hate you. And Annika is like, you know him? And then Wenlock drops the biggest bomb where he's like remember your other daughter and you're like what (laughs) and they're like no and annika's like another daughter and then he freezes everyone into stone and he's like you have three days until sunset to be my bride or i'll never unfreeze them and she's like what and then a pegasus turns up out of fucking nowhere and sweeps her up into the clouds a pinky purple sexy pegasus oh a very sexy horse lady um (laughs) (laughs) and I was fucking hooked. I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) What do you mean, another daughter? Like, what the actual fuck? And then, you know, it doesn't take long before we find out, but we have to do the coy little, like, who are you, Pegasus, weird, sexy Pegasus horse? I really did think about you, because I know that sometimes (laughs) some of the plot twists in these Barbie movies have been beyond you. Well, (laughs) well, once it was. But I was thinking of you, I was thinking, I wrote down in my notes, Oh, I hope Emily picks up that that's her sister. <laughs> I did because, again, a la the 90s, this horse does the, like, coyest eye flicking where her eyes, like, go up, then down, then up, then down, then basically straight to camera to be like, <laughs> hmm, oh, me? Ah, uh, I'm just a... <laughs> friend and you're like okay cool that's the sister i'm with you yeah i mean there's no there's no doubting that this is the sister that's literally (laughs) just been announced but let's just talk about the design just for a second so yeah my there's 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 no little my little pony about this um because the eyes on this thing are fucking massive right in a true (laughs) my little pony stroke anime style Sort of big eyes are sexy, but you are meant to think this horse is hot, right? Yeah, with wings and its colorization, and it's really uncomfortable. But it's not the only interspecies sexiness which goes on in this film, and it really bothers me. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's a lot lot of this, and then of course there's other Pegasuses, Pegasi, mm. which Pegasus. the Shelley Kelly triumvirate ride that yeah. are just Pegasuses. Yeah, they're not so. But they're still sexy. Detailed. They still got sexy big eyes because I went back and but checked. Yeah. 
but they're but, not they're not as detailed. And no. And it's because it's Last Unicorn vibes where it's like, that horse is a woman um, kind of thing. But it's, yeah, it's... um. Although, isn't that... That's, in, that's an interesting reversal, isn't it? Because if you think in proper mythology, not Mattel mythology, um, <laughs> you think of things like... Um, you have the half-man, half-horse, the, the senator. Yeah. Which, again... Is and and I think Zeus. I think Zeus probably went down as a horse and impregnated some women in one of his Ooh, trips definitely. down. Um, the 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 man as horse is quite a common um, trope. Trope, yeah. Or even as man as horse as 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 hoofed animal. You know, you think about a mm. a satyr or a, uh, a minotaur, and mm. whereas women as hoofed animal is not coming from that world no, at all that's really. kind of interesting um I, I can't think of many well yeah no, normally women are just women aren't they fantasia With... has the like female centaurs but like but again that's, that's 40s yeah i'm just i'm just thinking historically the female mythological characters basically tended to look like women except that they had yeah. fish tails or they had snakes for hair but they were still very sexual you know they're probably you know, think of most yeah, of them around like fairy and dryads, dryad. and yeah, just, and that, that the, sort of thing. Yeah, even 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 sirens and things sirens, like that. Yeah, that we don't yeah, get so that. We don't usually get this sort of thing. And mm. I mean, it's great. Like it's really dark. But also, what the fuck is the timeline on that? How old is Brietta? So I so uh, Barbie doesn't know she exists. I'm thinking of this as well. So the story that we get told, so it all comes out very quickly that she's a sister. Mm. Barbie works it out herself, actually, or Princess Annika, whatever her name is. Well, no, the Shelley like tells her. She's like, oh, that's right, that's a sister. She's like, what? Yeah, but she's not that fucking shocked. So my guess is that this is probably Barbie's. Well, we could go a bit, let's pretend it's back in the, you know, sort of uh, pre, sort of dark ages, let's call it dark ages Europe. So she could be like 14. She could, she could be 14. I would argue that she's 16. I'm going to go for 16. Feel comfortable with 16 with some of the things that yeah. happen later, right? Um, which means that if she isn't going to remember her sister, that's got to have happened latest when she was two. Yeah. There's no way, especially if there's nothing else to think about. There's no mm. internet here. There's no Instagram to forget about your long lost sister. There's there's going to be a memory of something like that. And it's not mentioned. So I'm going to say that Summer, Barbie's sister, is, is 14 years older than her. Maybe 16 years older. Right. I mean, maybe they had Annika after... After as, as, as a re- After a but replacement Brietta, sister. What is her name? Brietta? Brianna? Something Brietta. Brietta. Um, so like, but she, but she doesn't yeah, look like, any different later no, on. No, she looks like she's max eighteen. Yeah, but um, I was wondering. And then the mum looks like she's twenty-five. <gasps> I've written down. I've written. Well, I've written down a word. I'm not going to say in front of another lady. But I've said the mum looks about the same age as Barbie. <laughs> I'm here. I tell you, whether she's using it, don't crack, love. It's she's, yeah. looking, she's looking hot. Is is Barbie's mum in this one? <laughs> but, um... Literally, and it's fine. I get it. It's a Barbie movie. It's just I but, find that quite disconcerting that Brita is. I'm all right because so what I just older. what I've decided is, is that she's not thirty, but that 
her age has frozen while she's yeah. in as as well, the well, time she spends as the Pegasus is hmm. time her her human body hasn't aged. So they come yeah. out. So instead of having a sister that a mum a sister mum, you know, yeah. that's twice your age, and lots of awkward questions about you know. Were you an accident or not? Didn't have to have that. Now they're just decently decent age gap, two years. Same, yeah, same. So, age, so Wenlock's basically done her a favour. Yeah. Who, who turned her into a Pegasus, by the way? Was it Wenlock? It was Wenlock. So Wenlock in a flashback. Wenlock turns up, um, and it's the king, the queen, and Brietta just chilling in the palace, and he said, "I'm going to marry your daughter," and the king said, "Over my fucking dead body." And then Brietta's done nothing at this point. He turns her into a Pegasus. That's right. And then she yeah. decides to leave because the king and queen are just super bummed out. Which, you know, it's like, I know I'm a horse, mum and dad, but I can still talk and I'm still here. And like, uh, clearly as soon as she left, the king and queen were just like, should we get pregnant again? Like, let's just replace her. Like, there's there's none of these... Oh, the king's horrible... going, that was a sexy horse. That's really got me excited, even though that is my daughter. Let's go and make no. another one. It just There's none of these awkward questions. It's um, funny that, like, isn't it? <laughs> hey, did you, like, abandon me? Did you hate me when I turned into a horse? Like, I Because in the Wikipedia summary or whatever, it's like, when Brietta refused to marry Wenlock, he turned her into a pegasus. But that's not even what happened. The king turned her down on her behalf. She said nothing in that whole scene and she gets the punishment. Really, this should be a movie about them rescuing their dad who's been turned into a Pegasus. Which but. would be more traditional, I think. It's, 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 it, is, it is weird it's never really discussed. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's like, just not totally an issue. She's totally chill with it. She's like, oh, I'm not an only child. Instantly, she just sees that as an opportunity to be remorseful about her bratty behaviour. Mm. Instead of being like, I'm sorry, my parents lied to me this whole time and not gave me good reason to stay indoors this whole time. Like, because as well, uh, this is just like a silly thing but they're like we'd much prefer you annika to stay in your bedroom the whole time because we're scared when you leave the palace they were in the palace when wenlock attacked and turned brietta into a horse it's not like she was wandering by herself <laughs> yeah although i think i'm so just a couple maybe... things like that that i'm like writers just go over a second time and just make yeah, sure everything and absolutely makes there's sense there's another bit where it's explained that the king and queen move to a remote bit of the kingdom to try and hide from him <laughs> yet remains the king and queen yeah. <laughs> Therefore, in a huge palace that looks over all of the town and it, but it doesn't really matter so, so, so they, they may have moved out of london to go and move to i don't know um pladstow or somewhere but it's they're still the fucking king and queen they're still yeah. in charge they're not going to hide the location very long this is this is the monarchs this is just a non this is non-hiding this is this is weird but uh yeah so so barbie's got a sister in this movie who you can buy as a doll as both the pegasus and as a princess um she wears pink dresses and she's (laughs) she's really pessimistic and like understandably so like let's assume she was 16 when 
Wenlock turned her into a Pegasus. She then was, her parents were so unhappy with the state of her being a horse that she ran away to the Cloud Kingdom. And she's just been sort of chilling there for 16 years. And then Annika turns up and she's like, let's fucking save the day. And kind of understandably so, Brietta is like, no, it's not going to work. Nothing works. Everyone hates me and nothing is good. And I kind of liked that about her. Like she never gets over her pessimism. And it means that Annika has to be overly optimistic. Um, but I, 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 it makes I sense. I would have liked it though, if there was a bit of a, again, this is a Barbie movie. You can't have too much. But if there had been a sense that Brianna had been looking after her sister the whole time. So you know the event at the beginning where yeah. we see her ice skating around and she she bumped. Instead of the whole shiver thing, if she would got into some minor peril and then a, a purple whoosh had saved yeah. her from an avalanche or something like that. Yeah. Just so we know that her sister had been looking out for her for the last Definitely. 16 years. I thought that would have been... That would have been quite a nice touch, you know? And then it would have been a really nice thing for Annika to have been like, it's been you all my life, whenever blah, 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 blah. It was always you. And then she'd be like, I've been looking out for you for a long time, Annika. And she'd be like, wow, I never knew I had a sister. And then the movie can continue as normal. But yeah, absolutely. That Instead of having Shiver, who is far too, given far too much screen time for a mute animal. Mm. Um is Ooh. yeah that would have been way better There's rather also... than it just being like dropped in like yeah. 10 minutes into the movie like bam this this cloud kingdom as well i just want to explore a little bit right so mm. firstly there's there's um i forget what the name of the the lead lady's called rayla Ra- yeah rayla Rayla I mean, the Cloud Queen. I don't really know what her deal is she's of no use in this film at all literally I, I... no use but again we get a lot of these in these films, these sort of pseudo-powerful women that don't seem to have any power. If you remember back yeah. in... Um, uh, it was Swan, Swan Lake. Lake. Swan Lake. She like, could oh, only can't... use her magic when I... the plot required. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we had it in... Um, Mamadia as well, to a degree, where we have some... Where we have... Um, the, the Azalea, whatever her name was, the, the one that Sort of basically inspires Barbie to go off and do something. Fairy Topia, not Mermaid, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 she just assists the plot, you know. Whereas, yeah. but but actually, she is kind of powerful because she's one of the guardians. But she's yeah. going to allow herself she's to be like, kidnapped. Eh? And so so yeah. I think Raider's a bit like this. And then we have the Shelley Kellys, mm. who are known as Rose, Blush, and Lilac, whose jobs are to colour in the clouds every time the sun sets or rises. Which is a very specific role. <laughs> the yeah. only the only fantasy that happens in this film is Wenlock's magic, from whom every other fantasy creature comes from. Mm. Yeah, the Griffin, Brietta, and the trolls that he looks after all come from his magic. There's no other mm-hmm. magical creatures apart from these three who just paint the clouds twice a yeah, day. It's... It's a weird thing, very, isn't it? <laughs> very strange. Like, they could have had Brietta shack up anywhere. Mm. And they chose to put her in a cloud kingdom with a queen that is fucking useless. Like, and you hear that Wenlock stole his <coughs> powers from a great sorcerer. 
or whatever and it's going to take the wand of light to defeat him but we never meet this sorcerer like why not make Rayla the cloud queen the sorcerer who has lost her power and it's been corrupted by darkness which is why she's useless and make her shack up in like I guess it's meant to be the opposite he's in like an ice kingdom and she's in like a cloud kingdom and it's yeah. But I don't know, just like give Cl- her clouds and ice a bit more opposite. relevance to the plot. <laughs> As I say, it's like someone pushed this out. Someone watched a bunch of 90s movies, mm. pushed this out after the first draft, and everyone just sort of went with it. And because of the 90s in me, I really, really liked it. You're all right with like, it. I, I just, really I just feel really like it. It's just... just a missed opportunity, like so many of them are. There's just, just bits of this. I think there's two, this is true, two drafts short. Yeah. Of just if you just gave a little bit more nudging at the beginning, some some of the backstory because the rest of the movie is mm-hmm. excellent. It's got some really great it, concepts. I yeah. love a fucking kidnapped older sister who's been turned into a Pegasus. I love a Ken that's been like sent to the forbidden forest through his own shame. I love um, Wenlock and everything that he does and stands for. Like it's very dark. What I'm going to tell you is this is the first one I'd want to see in a live action movie. <laughs> yes, honestly, <laughs> I was thinking that, and also I want a movie which I might just go and write now. Um, I want a movie where we are in a fantasy world like the 80s. We were we had Willow, we had the Neverending Story, we had all of these fantasy worlds that everyone was just happy to go to in cinema, which we don't see so much anymore. And we're in a fantasy world and the first 10 minutes is someone's something, be it husband, sister, mother, getting transformed back from being an animal for like 20 years or whatever Mm. and then the movie is them dealing with having lived as an animal for however long or like a magical troll creature thing like we never see the aftermath like you've had to shit like a horse for 16 years and now you've got a human body again you're gonna have to walk on two legs instead of four you don't have a tail anymore you're not gonna chew hay in the same way because your teeth are different but do you still have the taste for hay like i don't know maybe oh, that would be movie, that would be no but... yeah that would be brilliant like the after effects of being under a magic spell is never yeah everyone just seems to pop out on their human again but yeah yeah absolutely i'd love to see oh well, absolutely there's the classic one but i'd love to see the film we you know brietta her name is Bruschetta. What is her name? Yeah, it's Brietta, but I kept well, thinking that's not even Bruchetta. a fucking name. I hate I things know. like that. When Brietta shits on the floor and they go, "Oh, Brietta," <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." Old uh, habits die hard. Or, 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 or she sees a fence and just desperately jumps over it or something <laughs> like that because she's got this embedded stuff. Oh, yeah, there's, there's. Because they kind of get in Harry Potter, isn't there? Where um the fella Pettigrew is it? He turns into a rat. Yeah, you've, where, you've where got you... all, all of the animagi tend to have like, especially Pettigrew because he's been a rat for like thirteen years yeah. and he still has sort of twitch. I think that was more an actor choice. He mm. had these like twitchy motions when he became human again. But that would make um, sense to me. Notably, Lupin, Remus Lupin, is a werewolf, and mm. that affects his day to day, and it's sort of gone into in quite an interesting way, even if his backstory on Pottermore is fucking stupid. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so we've sort of dealt with it, but again, the movies never go into it because they're too busy. You know, poor Lupin will always, Lupin and Tonk's relationship will always suffer from my husband, the Joker. (laughs) Wait till you hear the news. Fuck off. That's like a whole thing. And you've just reduced it to two lines. I hate you. Oh. Um, Yeah. But yes, I think that would be a fantastic idea to, because people getting turned into other things or like people look at turned into something inanimate. Yeah. Like yeah, the, like the... how are you having lived as a teapot for twenty years? Oh well, I mean that. The, like, the... are you okay? I mean, Beauty of the Beast is going to give you a lot. I mean, just the fucking beast himself. Yeah, I mean, you just you want a real sequel to that where they deal with the enchantment. Yeah, the PS PTSD of yeah. being turned <laughs> into something in else. Therapy. Oh. Like Mrs. Potts is in therapy. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Are you listening, Disney? We'll write it for you. Well, we'll write it. Well, we'll Emily, em- it. Emily will write it. I'll just be snarky <laughs> about the whole thing. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's it's always something I think about when I see someone get turned from a mystical, magical creature back into a human. I'm like, are you gonna be good with that? Are you gonna? You know, also, one of the most famous Did... when the Little Mermaid gets legs and. In the movie, they always miss out how fucking painful the process is and how continuously painful it is. And, you know, that she's just a bit wobbly and then, like, she's all right. Uh, do you know um, Supergirl has a horse yeah. called Comet? Amazing. Back in the back in the sort of 60s. And Comet used to be a man that was turned into a horse oh. and has a crush on Supergirl. Oh, and God. that's the vibes I was getting from this film. <laughs> it's one of those sort of 60s concepts that you think... And they've, they've played with it in the more recent past about what would a horseman be and is this creepy, is this not... Is it creepy because it's yeah. a horse or is it not creepy because it's actually human inside? And Yeah. And, and, and yes, you could like play... Like Salem in Sabrina. Mm. Yeah, these concepts that one. you can play with, uh, which which... Yeah, we're kind of interested in the other end. Yeah. We're not, we're not caring about them now. We want to know what it was like after the story's finished. Yeah, after the people... happily ever after. Bam! Got it. Right, come on, let's move. <laughs> let's move. We, we, haven't got, we, we haven't got the first act done with yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rayla's fucking useless, and they basically decide that they have to go and find the Wand of Light. And in order to make the Wand of Light, it's sort of horcruxy, where you have to get a bunch of bullshit ingredients together, and that makes the Wand of Light. So it's the measure of courage, a ring of love, and a gem of ice lit by hope's eternal flame. And very early on, you get the sense that these are not going to be physical things. Except, of course, when they are just physical things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't quite want to make their mind up about that. So they went with both. Um... <laughs> and, and again, this poor girl has been stuck as a fucking sexy horse, flying horse, for 16 years. And she's with... And, and none of them ever said, well, we could give it a go. They just said, oh, yeah. it's too hard. It's too it's hard. way too hard, Brietta. Just fucking learn how to paint the clouds like we do. S- suck it's it. a good living. Suck it up. There's worse things to be than a sexy horse. <laughs> sexy flying horse. <laughs> yeah, and like, how did she know to be... Because the Cloud Kingdom is fucking miles away from where Annika lives. So how did she know to be where Annika was to save her? Or can they like see everything... Because they're up is high. Like, what is it? The Aurora Borealis. That appearing in the wrong place. Yeah, that like, clue them in. Her. Yeah. 
Which I don't appreciate the appropriation of the Northern Lights for evil. I don't think that's very fair. Oh, um, oh necessarily accurate. It's green, isn't it? Green has this. Green has this negative connotation. Evil. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. It's very Disney of them. Um, but yeah, so then the sort of the promise of the premise happens, which is the part of the screenplay where what you signed up for should be delivered. So if you're watching a zombie movie, this is the part where lots of people get bitten by zombies. Um, and it, it's very fairy tale. The promise of this premise is quest, fairy tale quest. So we meet various different creatures um, through various different means while we're trying to find these various different objects. And I think it's solid. It's it's a million fairy tales, a million computer games. You know, this is a stand. This is a solid storytelling technique, isn't it? Where we find yeah. out about people through the one-dimensional characters that they meet upon their journey to their to their quest. Um, <laughs> to I'm pick not... up the objects that may or may not be physical, actual objects, or just j- ideas and. And this ain't—I mean, this ain't gonna be the first or last Barbie movie that uses this technique either. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all right with this. You know, we enjoyed it last yeah. time, didn't we? When we went on the quest yeah. around Mermaid, uh, Fairytopia. So right. I can't—I can't slag it off this time. It's—it's. It's... No, I really like it. We we shiver falls into a, a giant stew pot. <sighs> Classic. Uh, Annika goes to rescue her, having met Ken, who is called Aiden, who is very good. Like all of the Kens are always different and thoughtful and good and, and this is this, a, one... this is a really interesting character it's because it's a dark ken it's like a dark ken it's a ken with a past we don't i don't remember a ken with many flaws before there was some there was some no. bullshit going on with that one where there were the two kens the yeah. princess and the pauper one that was there was there, there was some bullshit going on there with yeah. one of the kens pretending to be something he wasn't but it turns out he's literally too good to be true but yeah. <laughs> this one he's a fucking gambling addict yeah he, i mean like, he gets given loads of money that he then tries to triple in a game and then loses all of his money and through his shame he forces himself to go live in the forbidden forest and and turns himself into a bit of a dick yeah um like <clears throat> defensive like they have such a meat cute they're classic 90s like negging each other um, which again we haven't really seen before. We've always just sort of seen this classic like, "Why, hello there. Can I help at all? Why no? I'm fine, thank you. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll see you around. Uh, yeah, I guess we will." Kind of bullshit. Oh, after I've rescued Shelley Kelly from the pits yeah. that yeah. my one of our parents has placed. No, this is uh, <laughs> this is um. I mean, I'm no, like da- a... I had no doubt he was going to be the interest. Oh the, the love he's a Ken. He he's a Ken. In Barbie movie. But he's a bit darker. Although, let's face it, the sexy horse and the fucking polar bear are into him as well, right? Oh my god. But they're fucking flirting with him with their little I mean it's it's, it's, it's an underage ursine and a fucking sexy horse are going, You better jump in Barbie or we're going yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> And like oh. classic, they're like, you can't go in there, can you? Just watch me. She's not really going in there, is she? Like proper, like back and forth. Oh. Um, 
but, like absolute classic like we hate each other right up until we love each other kind <laughs> of thing which again was nice because it fitted into this like 90s fairy tale vibe like it's very quest for camelot it's very swan princess like it's all it's all there it's all there it was which very is, nostalgic it is 2005 and, though <laughs> yeah weirdly in 2005 but it, it was it was really fun to see and she goes in to save Shiva from this giant and she uses her like fairy tale wit. You know how in fairy tales it always works when you're like, hey, thing that's kidnapped me. There's a better version of you somewhere. I bet you couldn't do this. I bet you couldn't do that. I bet you couldn't release me and throw me out the window. I bet you couldn't like poke yourself in the eye with a hot poker. Like... Oh, you're talking about Ollie could do this. Again, in my notes, all I've written is, which I think is, I sometimes take these things too literally, but that pot's going to need some water because he's just throwing (laughs) vegetables and people and and a polar bear. (laughs) He's getting there. The broth comes later. Yeah, that's not how you cook anything, right? (laughs) That's that's the opposite. But but he is a stupid giant, I suppose. So I I can... probably let him off for cooking everything in the reverse way yeah. that you're going to need to do they it they thought about that yeah that's exactly right or did they just that's not what they were spending their time thinking or about. did they think boiling barbie and or shiver did they not want to animate water <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's probably <laughs> but um it's it's fun what she does she like outwits him she's like oh there's a giant down the road who can tie himself to the pole with a chain and a lock and burst through i bet you can't do that and he does and then she uses her hair ribbon to get them out um and runs away and she's like completely cool and confident the whole time which is really fun um and she escapes and everyone's like holy shit you made it barbie and she's oh. like yeah there is this you're right there's this lovely bit because Aiden and Brietta are saying Brietta kind of has to talk him into saving her and they go off to go and save her but she sorts herself out without you know there's no they're not even involved in that aspect of the rescue now later on he does become a bit of a white saviour but but this is just really nice in this instance for them not to be involved that she does it all on her own I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Ollie the Giant. I don't think he's as good a character as maybe the filmmakers think he is. Spoiler <laughs> for later. <laughs> but, um, it's... This is the thing. What happens later completely <laughs> you, like rewrote all of my opinions about this character. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, so... Um, um... Yeah, and it's really fun. And then the ribbon that definitely was not the same height as her is suddenly the same height as her. And Brietta's like, look, Annika, the ribbon. It's the same height as you. And Annika's like, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. What's your fucking point, pony? (laughs) Uh, But of course, that's the, um, the measure of courage. Because it's like hypothetical and a, a, a vague concept of a thing and it starts glowing and it turns into a staff. I mean, this, uh, I mean, this could cool. happen to anybody at any time, anywhere, one assumes. That yeah. can't be the only example of courage yeah. ever been in that whole kingdom. Because Literally. staffs would be appearing left, right and centre every day, one assumes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very much... Um, 
quite wishy-washy. It isn't again. It could have. We could have just a little bit stronger writing. We could have. Yeah. Maybe if Rayla had given her the staff to fill up with these things, yeah, that would with, have made more sense. Things. But yeah. but no, the ribbon ter- magically turns into a staff. So we've got the the concept physically transforming into a thing that's going to help us. So we'll put a pin in that and see if it that continues. Um, so we leave the giant behind and we go and talk to ferris who sucks he's like a thief well he runs a pawn shop he runs the cex of this um (laughs) of of this world Um, (laughs) and known by aiden so again again shadiness in aiden's backstory dodgy friends like Aiden's a bit of a edgy Ken. Got a good name as well. It's a good name. Aiden. Aiden mm, and Annika. Alliterative. They must yeah. be born to be together. Exactly. Um, but yes, they, they... Yeah, this is... um. They get a map off him, don't they? Yeah. To get the gem. He was quite... I'm not going to lie. He was quite boring. I was trying to look up the IMDb trivia... While he was on screen, of which there is none. Mm. Um, no, he it, basically, he's a, he's another he's, one of these troll-looking like characters. But rather yeah, he's than like a D and D extra, rather than sort of flipping it around like they did in Swan Lake, where this character—I mm. mean, he's, he's the same character, frankly. But yeah. in Swan Lake, they flipped it around. And it turned out he was a really helpful old fella that all we wanted was a bit of company. This yeah. is just this is just a Dickensian. <laughs> yeah. Dick. and yeah <laughs> no so he interest like, in him he, he, he gives them something that's probably going to be useless and then immediately goes and tells Wenlock that they're like doing whatever and everyone thinks the wand of light is this like mythical wives tale that's like completely meaningless except, and except there's a map to the gem and, uh, it's just, it's just that doesn't add up to me I just clearly, no, <laughs> clearly, there's so much here that's showing it is a thing. Yeah. Why are people being yeah. such knobs about it? <laughs> Literally, it's very weird. Um. Anyway, no one cares about Ferris. They, they find a staircase down into a cavern, and they find the fucking gem of oh, what is it called? Um, gem of ice. They find a cavern filled with gems. Because you do. And one of them is the gem of ice. And like, that is <laughs> literally a thing that we found in the ground for this wand. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a hypothetical concept that was magic. It no, just it, 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 it is it is it is the thing. Unlike other things, which you had to earn, well, you kind of no, it's naff, and it's all happening too quickly, as well. It's happening way too quickly, um, and it's yeah, it's like so. Then we go into a cave, and he's trying to use his blacksmith skills to like construct this wand, which again, like. Very, very quickly, Brietta is like, here's my tiara, make a ring out of that. 
but it all because he was intending to blacksmith a ring but then Brietta's like take my crown and because she did it with love that becomes the ring of love so again it's like a magic thing that is magic and it magically turns into a ring and then all three things are put together and they magically start to shimmer and you think that the wand is going to construct itself much like how the ribbon turned into a staff earlier and the the tiara just turned into a ring but it doesn't he still needs to blacksmith it but only for like two seconds and then it magically puts itself together anyway and you're just like what do you want his blacksmith skills to put the wand together or do you want the wand to be magic like pick one yeah pick one and run with it i've also realized <coughs> just as, as we're talking about this this whole activity is to try and rescue someone who's been a horse for 16 years there's no real rush right yeah. there are there's a, there's a whole village of people, including her mum and dad, who are going to be stuck as statues for eternity unless yeah. they deal with that issue. Are, are they not dealing with the wrong issue? Very much so. There's, there's, I, I, and I can't believe I didn't spot this whilst watching the film. <laughs> you know, I'm slagging it off quite a bit in, in certain aspects of it anyway. And there's around this, mostly around this quest. And, and the biggest issue was this is the wrong quest. And it's never yeah. really challenged, is it? That this is the wrong quest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, there's <laughs> like three different things that they're trying to complete and mm. it's all a bit higgledy-pickledy as to how we're going to complete them all. Because mm. the first thing they do once the Wand of Light is made is Annika's like, I'm going to turn Brietta back into a human. And I was like, don't, Annika! You won't be able to fly. That's right. Getting rid of your only method of transportation, Annika. Yeah. And she turns her back and she's like, wow, I'm human. You know, I can't fly you anymore. (laughs) She's like, shit. (laughs) Yes. When when, when the characters point out the flaw in what you've done. (laughs) And of course, it's to be able to call back to Rayla, whose only use was to give them a bell, which clearly had a one use only spell oh, on it because God. it like vanishes once they use it which is not fair she obviously watched the and nutcracker and it's like please yeah. bring us some <laughs> flying horses and it's like why didn't you give them flying horses in the first place like that could have been a really useful yeah. gift but taking the dignity away from Brietta making, yeah. her, making her use her as a taxi carry everyone around <laughs> um, but it's fine because Rayla sends some ponies and we head over to Wenlock's kingdom where no we don't even do that we head back to cloud kingdom and Wenlock finds us randomly in the sky yes we're not even in his palace to have this no we're flying back from this place oh remember Aiden leaves them because yeah. you know, Aiden bit... says goodbye. And you know, because like... they didn't bring a winged pony for him. No, and and even though Shiver starts humping his leg, and oh my god, and, um, and you know, now he's got two hot chicks. Only one used to be a sexy horse. Yeah. Keen on him, he decides to say, "No, I, I haven't done enough. I'm going to go off on my own." After seeing all this amazing shit go down. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm and, gonna walk out of this story I'm now. Out. I'm. I'm not gonna see this through to the end. I'm going 
to just leave. And Annika starts it. She's like, I guess this is goodbye. And he's like, oh, okay. okay yeah. Um, but even before that, he was like, <laughs> like, Annika's ribbon just turned into a staff by magic. And Aiden goes, the wand of light. That's a fucking legend. It's not real. And Annika, much like the audience, have to go, did you fucking just see what happened <laughs> in front of your very eye? And he goes like, yeah, it was cool and whatever, but I still don't believe in the wand of light. Like, it just doesn't make any... <laughs> it's the, the script writers are seeing their own stupidity and having to, like, write through it. To cool, be like... <laughs> cool, calling it out and then writing through it. So, yeah, so, so they're flying back. Wenlock is on a fucking... Yeah. I don't know what he's doing there. He's on a griffin, and for for what I don't know why he's in the sky. I mean, he's been informed of what they're doing, so maybe he's oh no, because he's been down. no, he knows where they're going because he went to see Ferris, didn't he? And then turned Ferris into a doormat. Yeah. Yes, he did a- again in one of those things which happens in these films that you know what what was it? No what was, yeah, but it's 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 a bit like um in the end of Swan Lake, isn't it? Where matey boy is turned into a cuckoo clock that's that's a pretty oh, yeah. dark thing to be turned into um, pretty dark. But, um, and we, we don't know if he's ever turned back no we don't know more we never see ferris again do we so that's so that's why he's there he <laughs> Sorry, is chasing he's chasing it down because he, he wants to get married to barbie doesn't he and he wants to be his yeah. sort of 80s douche self no 90s douche self around the place yeah and and yeah but he then says <laughs> He gets the wink, he gets the wand off her and says, don't want you anyway. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> because she, they like land and she like has the wand and she's like in quite a dark move, but understandably so, because he's like knocked Brietta unconscious. He's like, she's like, destroy him. Destroy Wenlock. Destroy him. And it doesn't work. The wand is like, fuck you. So Wenlock's like, wow, takes the wand, knocks her out, and is like, I don't want you as a bride. Like, you're, you're really fine. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to kill me. <laughs> like, I'm not going to marry you anymore. You know that feistiness I found so unbearably attractive, I turned yeah. the whole village and your parents to stone for. I've realised this ain't going to work long term. <laughs> it's a problem for me, so I don't want it anymore. <clears throat> It's so dumb. Um, and she's like buried under the ice. So you think she's like dead. Um, but Aiden turns up because he's managed to somehow catch up on an ordinary horse and find the clearing that they were in. And um, they all fly back to the Cloud Kingdom again. And Aiden's there. And it's like enough people have been in peril now that they can show their true feelings to each other. So he's all like, Barbie, wake up. Oh, you're, you're so cold. Um but it's fine because like being buried under an avalanche did nothing to her so she's fine um and they all recuperate and decide to go to Wenlock's place together so i don't know why she had to be knocked unconscious because all it did was make us go all the way back to the cloud kingdom to resurrect her to then be like okay now yeah. let's go all the way back to so, mate, so, so all, all it did was slow down the path to where they were going to anyway yeah bring Aiden back into the fold who didn't need to leave the fold 
they they didn't need to go back to Cloud Kingdom, and no. he didn't need to leave in the first place. No. They could have met in that clearing and been like, right, on to on, on to Wenlock. Wenlock's yeah, palace. I and guess. they could have looked, and then they could have used, they could have gone back to see Ferris and say, where does Wenlock live? And said, oh, yeah. you turned into a doormat. Let us save you with the wand of. Yeah, with the wand of light, and now wand because we li- saved you, you're going to be nice to us. Yeah, th- th- again. I'm not. We 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 we're rewriting this this story <laughs> because there's so much good stuff here. It's just yeah. Two two drafts too soon. I feel. Um, yeah. But yes. So on on to Wenlock's pad, where which is super cute. It's like this big old scary ice palace that's like completely green, and it's like um full of like gargoyles and like griffin creatures and Wenlock has these three troll servants who again I saw this twist coming like I saw this one a mile off oh you say that now you say that now (laughs) (laughs) I did because he's like immediately before we've even gone to his palace he talks about how he's had he's like because the king is like, don't you already have a bride? And he's like, she got annoying, so I dispatched of her. And then when we get to Wenlock's palace, we see these three trolls who are like his servants with different coloured dresses. And you're and, like, oh. and And wedding rings. And wedding rings, that's his... <laughs> those are his old wives, like, so, so, clearly. So, was, so I'm, I'm going to assume that Brietta was his first. And when he realised turning into a sexy flying horse... <laughs> was not ideal. Was not ideal. He then moved on to turning them into trolls when he decided they weren't I ideal so. for him. And also that the news travels like he's in the newspaper every time he gets married because the king was aware that he had a wife. Mm. But yeah, it just it just I wonder if he'd learn you know, in a rare example of a bad guy in a movie learning a lesson that he's learnt a better thing. Turn them into a mute servant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is better than turning him to a sexy flying away horse. A sexy flying horse. Yeah, that's um, very true. But yes, so he's learned a valuable lesson. But can I can I fess up something? Yes. I I, I didn't like I didn't spot that till much later in the film. <gasps> really? I did, I, but it wasn't really. I was I was fairly disengaged with Wenlock and his home life, and I just what I was thinking was <laughs> not more fucking trolls. There's a lot of trolls or funguses or you know that. There seems to be lots of character models that mainframe entertainment are quite attached yeah. to. And obviously the, the Barbie <laughs> one is fine. But the Shelley Kelly and these trolls with these big flappy noses is <laughs> is are both things I could do without. <laughs> so That's I was fair. I was disinterested. But I did before it was exposed to who Ruby. they were, I, I did get it. But I think I spotted their rings in a later appearance, which made me think, right. Ah, they're the wives for us. So you win you win on this one. I'm going yes. to I'm going to fess up and say I didn't spot In this one. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's as big a deal as the literal whole point of Barbie and the Nutcracker and not understanding that twist until it was happening. No, no, I'm only going to... Uh, I'm, I'm giving... I'm giving you know, you're, you're, it's quite minor in comparison and like it's kind of fun if you don't guess the twist, I guess, because mm. then you're like, hey, saving people. But... um. No, I saw it. But just because he'd mentioned he'd had wives, so I was expecting to see wives one yeah. way or another, either as like rugs, skeletons, troll servants, or like, oh, there, there they are, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of um, horrible, actually. Like, I really <laughs> didn't like it. I was like, this is 
really horrible that not only did he kidnap women and force them to marry him, but the second they got annoying, um, he turned them into a mute troll and made them be his servants. That's really tragic and sad and they must have family that miss them and 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 it remains a sore point for me as we get to the climax of the film and I'll go into it then but yeah I just I don't know it didn't sit right with me I was like I don't like it I don't like it at all no it's horrible it's like kidnapping someone and keeping them in the cellar yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah, there's true crime like that. Obviously, you can't really turn people, someone into a troll, but you can take away their humanity and you can yeah. <clears throat> take away their um, their family and things like that and cull them in servitude, which is what he's doing. When, like, so, so, you know, again, we talk about some of the other villains that we've we've had so far. Some of them are understandable. Some yeah. of them... You know, that maybe their methods are a bit twisted, but you can see where they're coming from. Some of them are pathetic. Wenlock is without any... There's no, there's no justification there's, for anything he no, does. There's, there's nothing... And, to, yeah, and if you're going to strip him. away the barbiness of this and the fantasy aspect and just think about what he is doing, this he is reprehensible. Like worst villain. He, he really is, you know... It's if you know again you could read too much into this maybe I am but he is he, you know he's as bad as Bluebeard who to me is the ultimate bad guy yeah. in um the bad male character in any the, fairy yeah. tale yeah you know where he literally marries women and chops their heads off and, yeah, and, and then keeps their bodies in the cellar oh I mean oh god I still remember that picture in my fairy tale book as a kid I mean it's just like horrendous yeah let, let alone the satirical issues with the blue beard but the Wenlock and Wenlock's also played for laughs throughout the whole yeah, film they really tried to give him this like 90s Hades mm. Scar vibe but what he's doing is so horrible mm. and and even his own justifications when we find out later because we know that he's stolen the magic from somewhere and that he's using a lot of it to to change his life, but um. But we never find I out mean, where that's from. Been going on for years. Yeah, and we know we know he's yeah. I mean, there's four women that he's that we know of that we know of. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, and 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 the villagers. It's, it, you know, yeah. what other crimes has he committed? Out, we, out half, his, <coughs> half his crimes we've seen in real time. So yeah. one assumes he's been doing this for a long, long time. And, yeah, uh, well. Yeah, oh, oh, I, don't, I don't like Wenlock at all. No, and like, I don't know if I don't like him, but he's good. He's a good villain. Or I don't know if I don't like him as a villain either. Like, I really can't make my mind up about it because we have a whole scene that, like, considering the Wand of Light was like, bam, 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 we've got the Wand of Light, let's go. We then sneak into Wenlock's place, which lasts, like, 20 minutes of them just, like, sneaking up staircases. And, like, I tried to get tense, and it was a bit tense in places, but it did get to a point where I was like, can we please (laughs) go and kill Wenlock now? Um. And we finally get, and Ken has this fight with the Griffin, where he's yeeted off the balcony to his death, 
And then the fucking wand wasn't even made properly in the first place because the gem has come loose and goes into the ocean. And I, I don't know why they're doing it. Are they doing it to make us do the like, oh, Barbie's lowest point or whatever? Because she's already been killed by an avalanche. Mm. Why didn't he turn her into a troll? Mm. Yeah, why? that's what he did with the other women. Yeah, why uh... bury her under an avalanche that she survived very easily? And also, <laughs> do you know, if this had been a Disney film, and I'm not huge on Disney films, I've got to be honest with you, but there would have been some real menace. This would have been in the middle of a thunderstorm, and there would yeah. have been there would have been dramatic music, and the griffin's beak would be shining, and there'd be a glint in its eye, and you really have thought that Aiden had died. And I didn't. This, this is the the the, yeah, the mainframe models all... are not don't work when you need action yeah um and you could it's do true. it with with different angles and different lighting and different music but and, they don't really do they that tried. they yeah. they tried to make this a good action climax but the minute ken was off i felt nothing i was like and then the minute the gem was off i was like okay cool Jude. Ken will get it. Yeah. Like, and I know that's because I'm an adult that watches a lot of movies, but I feel even as a child, you wouldn't. Then you're right. The atmosphere's not there. The mise en scène's not there. They're not building you up to a climax of like excitement and and action. They're just sort of going through the motions of what they feel ought to happen because they've reached the climax of the movie. Um, and immediately when Locke takes the wand out of Annika's hand so immediately you're like oh for fuck's sake like uh, and then hands it to one of his trolls who then Annika tries to convince is like hey this is going to help all of us um I've realized who you are and this is going to save you as much as it's going to save me but when Locke's standing there going give me the wand when he'd previously just magicked it out of Annika's hand and into the wand's hand, into the troll's hand. So why didn't he just magic the wand out of the troll's hand now? Do you know what I mean? There's There was too many inconsistencies mm. that I couldn't buy into the tension or the story as much as I desperately wanted to. And again, I thought the troll was going to take the vengeance, which would have been fun. But no, I think he she had to give it back to Annika, who then used the power of love to break all the spells. And of course, that means that the palace starts disintegrating and the trolls turn back into women and Wenlock himself has been um lying about his looks he's actually like a shallow ugly man well, and like he, that's so he looks like Leonard this, this, this is one for the older he looks like Leonard Rossiter in the rise and fall of Reginald Perrin so and and and, and, and again you can go and google that but that's who he looks like and that's really so he's transmogrified himself for the yeah. past few years, to be this douchey baggy thing again, yeah, just just a layer of okay, I, I kind of get that. Um, yeah, and, and it's very shallow. It's and he is, but isn't that the? I guess he is very shallow. But, yeah, but, like his but, whole thing is that it's shallow, but it means that the whole movie feels quite shallow. Mm, it it does because there's a darkness it can't quite tap into and i yeah, don't know it wants to i don't know if that's because the writing's not quite there or that 
because it's a Mattel Barbie movie, they can't go to some places that would be interesting. This is the thing, like, like why couldn't Annika have been turned into a troll? Because if she'd been turned into a troll and taken back to Wenlock's palace, then Aiden and Brietta, Brietta would have had to have found her courage back in her human mm. form and gone with Aiden to fight Wenlock. Yeah, um, I, and... and- it's, 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 there's, and there's so much like that. You know, we've talked about over this time. Wouldn't it be good if they don't 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, not bothered with that there? Yeah. And and there's they so... They such a good story there's... that they just didn't... The lack of consistency is what makes it mm. quite weak. And and there's characters here. There's inter- I mean, we were joking about spending 16 years as a horse. But then if Annika had spent six minutes as a troll, then she'd have yeah. had some, some, some something touch base with her sister in and said oh my god I couldn't stand that for six minutes what must it have been like for you for 16 years um the and then throw in like a horse pun (laughs) oh yeah there's there's not enough horse jokes at all in the film but and again Shiva has done nothing oh my god so useful like he she it uh, like fell after because they bring back the ice skating where they have to ice skate into the palace and Shiva accidentally <laughs> falls down and follows them. Oh, I'd but forgotten for, about like, that. No. I'd forgotten like, about no, that. I was like, oh, okay, so Shiva's going to like do something. And the idea is that because Shiva loves gems, Shiva found the Wand of Light. But mm. Annika just needed to turn around and she would have found the Wand of Light. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot like, the assault like... on Castle Wenlock. Was done by Ice Skate. Oh my god! Yeah, which was really cute in a way because it progressed Ken and Barbie's relationship, where she was like, "Stay close to me and try and keep up," and he'll go, and he was no, like, "Oh, you, you you mis- know, I'll you, give it my best." You misunderstand. And then it turns out he's a really good ice skater, and she's like, "Oh, he is giving it his no, best." And I'm like, "This I is fun. I, I like this." I wasn't actually having to go at that. I kind of liked Assault on Castle Wenlock on Ice Skate. It's just, of of, of all the things. Yeah, because you're right. Because it does, it sets us up at the beginning. From the beginning where we see that Barbie is a cross-country ice skater. Not a thing, kids, <laughs> by the way. Um, but but it gave her and Aiden something in common. And and yeah. and it you know within the confines of the movie it makes sense. So much of this movie seems underwritten or not thought about enough, or mm. you know just with with, with with an inch further could have been magnificent. That is one bit which I I'm all right with. I'm all right with yeah. it. It's stupid, but I'm all right with it within the confines of the film. Fun, yeah. I think, is the word you're looking for. Yeah, that that's under when you look in my dictionary, the definition of fun is. It's stupid but acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what Stephen defines fun as. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's a it's really fun. And like yes, then they do the minute they take the ice skates off, everything sort of grinds to a halt. Um and they spend ages trying to not be spotted by the griffin, and then out of nowhere the griffin just like sees them. Uh, like, like, there's no like event. There's no like dun dun dun. It's very like we've got to not be caught by the griffin. <gasps> Quick, hide. Okay, we've not got to be caught by the griffin. Quick, hide. And then the griffin seeing them isn't like a dum dum. <gasps> oh no! It's just like a oh there they are. Yeah, I kind of like the griffin by the way. Love the griffin. I think the griffin. Love a griffin. Full stop. Griffin or Gryphon or whatever that you know. Can I get the griffin as a plush? 
magic of Pegasus. I, I, I would like I would like that. I can't, why can I never get the griffin as a plush? I Is it a cat? Is that what Yeah. So we turn, so turn when, up he, later. when he's undoing yeah. yeah, it's a cat. Which again Oh my god, I'm a cat that's lived many, many years as a horse eagle. Yeah. And now that's I'm going so back good. to be a cat again. I mean, what's it like? I mean, cat, you know, cats fake. Oh. And, and it doesn't even have any loyalty to Wenlock. No. It just runs away. Well, because he's no longer a giant horse eagle. But, yeah, I really like that. But I would have liked him. I, li- I would have liked a bit more than just a random black cat. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I, but it would have been cool if that had been, I don't know, the long lost love of the Rayla. Yeah. Or, or, or something more than that. Because that's a fan. Something that fitted in because, to the plot a bit more. Because actually some of the, um, hold on. My Siri's going crazy. Um, <laughs> one of the things I am still critical of is is that some CGI isn't quite there, and now mm. I know it's mainframe entertainment and and the time it was made. I understand it's 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 a TV company that's being asked to do sort of Movies. feature length feature length stuff, which they'd normally do for twenty minute cartoons. Yeah, and some of the characters just don't quite work. Do you know what I mean? Especially the more fantastical characters they struggle with. Um, mm. And we'll talk about that more in the next film where there's one that they particularly struggle with. But I thought the Griffin was done magnificently. So cool. I thought, you know, like, visualizing... Why couldn't the Griffin have been one of the, like, Pegasus ponies? Because then at least it's like a winged thing into a winged thing, light oh, what, to dark. What again. if, what if Brianna had replaced the missing Pegasus? Which is why she had a place in Cloud Kingdom. Yeah, which is why she had a place in Cat City. Yes. Yeah. Again, God, we'd, 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 we'd fucking rewrite the shit out of this, wouldn't we? <laughs> It'd be so good. Because it's already so close. All of it's there. All the components are there. Um, It just tweaks every now and then. Just mm. little tweaks. And um, the, the fact that they paint the sunset came into play where they were trying to hold back the sunset, which... It's a really fun concept. I yeah. love it when people are like, do everything you can to slow it down while I get to the thing. Like, I really like that as a trope. And they're like, we got to paint the clouds so slowly so the sun doesn't think to rise because otherwise it'll be too late. We got to do all we can. And that's really fun. But again, it was just so 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 small and it was used as like a joke where she was like, ugh. She's like, try and go much slower because we need Annika to get to the palace before sunset. And she's like, if I go any slower, I'll fall asleep. But, <laughs> well, Lilac has beaten it, you to it. Isn't the hole there? Why and pa- you're like, if you wow. Don't, if you don't paint like... it at all, it won't happen. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. I, <laughs> the... I think the sun does what the sun is going to do. I don't yeah. think they have control over the sun. I think they can just make it last a bit longer or, yeah, or go it's quicker. Bullshit. It's I, bullshit. I Again, it's something that hasn't really been thought about. But, but, like, but why are they making fucking jokes? Like, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Are you going to fall asleep? <laughs> Blush. <laughs> Fuck you. However, for the first time ever, the Shelley Kellys do something. Yes, that's true. They now have some agency. Something about their cat, other than just look creepy. 
<laughs> or, and wise beyond their years. Or, 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 or dirty, dirty girls. They're now... Um, they're actually adding to the climax of the story, even if it doesn't really add up at all. Yeah. So I'm all right with that. Well, am I all right with that? I'm, I'm as, this is about as all right with Shelley Kelly as I'm going to get, I think. Yeah. <laughs> We've peeped <Ooh. laughs> with Shelley Kelly. Yeah, and then, um, you know, everyone... Oh, God, okay, yeah. So pulling the pin back out of the troll wives, I was, I was not okay with it. And then Annika rightly says, you're free now, run. Or, like, maybe we should summon you up a pony taxi because, you know, we're apparently nice people but we didn't bring you a winged horse um like you're free now run and they're like actually we have some unfinished business to do and you're like what and they like they like go towards wenlock like like almost pulling up their sleeves and cracking their knuckles so Mm. i'm like okay okay i can deal with that they're gonna give him a black eye and then they're gonna go home because they've been traumatized for 16 years um that's fine I'm, i'm fine with that and then later on, we see that they're still with him. They're on an iceberg that he's just paddling in the ocean. And they're like, you're going to need to buff my nails. <laughs> uh. It's like, what's wrong with you? Go home. What are you doing? Beat him up and then leave. Why are you staying around and making him be your servant? Like, that's not fun or cool or interesting. I really didn't like it. I no, was like, I, go I agree. Home. That, I mean, there, is there an element of Stockholm syndrome about it? I don't know. And and for them to be so shallow to say, you know, like I think you're right. They do say buff my nails or paint my nails or something. You're like, really? That's yeah, that's your idea things. of revenge? Yeah, um, like literally. And you're actually in peril here. Like... You're on, like you say, you're on a fucking iceberg in the middle of nowhere in a fantasy kingdom with Leonard Rossiter. Um, <laughs> This doesn't feel like a happy ending for you guys. It doesn't feel like... No. The only thing is you're not mute trolls anymore, but you might yeah. as well be. Um, yeah. Weird, because I get, I, get, I get the sense of revenge. I, I, I'm all right that they... There's two ways you could go with that. You could just leave him to it and go off and go back to your families or whatever. Or they are, they do, you know, that, 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 that they pay back the cruelty, which, which can happen, yeah? That being a troll for 16 years or however long it is yeah. may have an effect on you but in a but to remain in a perilous position and be so i can't do the girly laugh like you did but <laughs> paint my nails is just like really that was frankly you, you were more interesting as trolls yeah and that shouldn't yeah, and, be that shouldn't be I, what i'm taking away from this and if they'd remained as trolls if they were just troll slaves that then got agency, mm. then I could imagine the, like, you can stay and boss him around. Like, enjoy that. But you're women with lives and families. Why are you still here? Mm. I don't like it. No, I, I agree. Um, But, yeah, so they head back to their normal kingdom, and we have classic, like... <sighs> I always struggle with this as well. Like, Tangled Syndrome, where... The person who hasn't been seen by the mum and dad for 16 years turns up and everyone's just sort of like, oh, yay, hug. It's like, you have got no idea who I am, what I've been through. And I know now's not the time to discuss that, but it it always just makes it out as if it's so easy to just 
slot back into family life having I mean, been it's a not... magical p- pony for 16 well, years. Well, obviously, I've never been the magical pony. But, you know, lots of people don't see their relatives for 10 years, 20 years at a time, and reintegrating is hard. And there would have been a reason, maybe. Very few people's reason I've been turned into a magical, sexy, flying horse. But <laughs> there may be some reasons. that, Or just meeting friends again. You know, the friends I was yeah. at uni with 30 years ago. You know, the, your lives... I may have been a sexy horse, but they haven't been. <laughs> and they've had a life, and they've had experience and things like that. Can you just... You can't just connect because you happen to be this, someone's parent. This is the thing. They always just sort of hug, mm. and everything's, like, fine. And I'm like, it's not fine. All of you need to go to therapy right now. Mm. Um but they're fine, and not once are they like, uh, so you've met Brietta? <laughs> um, we were totally gonna tell you about her, but we didn't for 16 years. And we see now uh, we're wrong. But you so seem that's okay. That's, that's okay. We're having a bedroom converted to a stable. Just that way. <laughs> Just in case. But yeah, the, and, um... and, and yeah, and there's a lot of oh, now you see why well, we were so protective over you, and yeah, yeah and but... it's like not valid, not valid. No, no it does, all not falls valid. apart. But you got you got to remember that that Barbie in this one, she you know, she's such a fucking cheerleader in this one for everything. So there would be no. There would be no sort of self-doubt, recrimination, they, or they, they do analysis. Trying to apologise, they're like, "We're so sorry, mm. we never told you." And she's like, "I'm sorry that I never read your fucking mind about the daughter you had before me that was magically transformed into a horse, and that's why you never let me go ice skating." Like, Barbie really isn't in the wrong here. No, um, <laughs> like, how the fuck was she to know? Yeah, yeah, you you just like so beautifully that that and that absolutely the, the passive aggressive nature of response that it should have got isn't. And but instead, she was like, "I'm sorry that I." I was a bit of a brat yesterday. Didn't didn't want to not go ice skating. I'm sorry, I stamped my foot and yeah. snuck out to a party, which ended up with you guys getting turned to stone. So maybe there was a little bit of her that's thinking. You have had to spend no, a couple of days as a statue, but good. there's a lot this family need yeah. to unpack. Oh my god, so much therapy for everyone. Therapy for all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. But yeah, and then uh, Aiden meets up with his dad, who again is like, I don't give a shit that you have a gambling problem. I'm just happy that you're alive. Where have you been? <laughs> Fucking hell, Aiden. Like, we didn't intend for you to, like, fuck off. <laughs> we just gave you some pocket money. Jesus. Um, anyway, it's Over, fine. Overreact, Matt, Jaden. <laughs> yeah. Good God, your mother's in bits, Aiden. <laughs> We're only blacksmiths. How much money could it have been? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to run away, Aiden. Um, but like, it's quite nice that we don't have a wedding scene. No. They just sort of are linked arms, and he's like, I'd like you to meet someone, and they're taking it slow. And then they go up to the Cloud Kingdom, and they have some ice skating shenanigans uh, which again i didn't take as a wedding i just took as like a cute thing well a bit um, like swan lake isn't it where they have them yeah. or, 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 or um, was it the nutcracker they had yeah even the nutcracker where they have their little dance bizarre little dance at the end because um, that's how it happens in life 
you know, you go through adventures and you, when you have your little dance at the end, you know, it's time for the fin to come up or the end or something yeah. like that. That, that, that that's, that's the lesson for any viewer here. <laughs> um, and then very happy to see the return of the bloopers. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of the bloopers are dedicated to Ollie, the giant, <laughs> yeah. who the joke is, as it always is, because the giant in the movie is like, Ollie, eat food now. Um, really, the actor talks like this and did 12 years of theatre and is now broken into movies and is having to say these silly lines. I'm rather trained. Very frustrating. I'm rather trained, yeah. love. Yeah, I'm oh, tra- three years at rather for this kind of thing, which, you know, never gets old. Big fan of it. Um, <laughs> and it made me really like the character more. I was like, hey! <laughs> I, I have to... I, I, I feel a bit the same. In, in the context of the film... The whole Ollie thing was fucking pointless to me. I know it turned her ribbon into the wand, but yeah, it was, was a bit it was, like it was a little fairy tale moment. But it wasn't didn't. It? it was like it, a witchy Hansel Gretel bit. But it didn't seem to fit in the rest of the film. There's so much this film's tried to fit in. I'm not. Yeah. I, I I didn't see it. But then then they put him in the credits. Obviously, they liked him, <coughs> and, and and he gets more than his fair share of 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 uh, blooper moments, which are quite funny at times. No, they are they, quite funny. They are quite funny. There's there's a bunch of bloopers with sh- Shiver, which I didn't care for, but then it's the the like cinematographer and the director's voices being like, "Can we get the bear off the camera, please?" <laughs> um, which is quite funny. And then a, a, a cue. It didn't quite play well. They didn't quite get the animation on point enough to get, carry the joke, but the idea of the sort of actors breaking down with laughter in scene. Yeah. During a serious moment, which is it was it was fun and it was a an A A plus for an attempt. Yeah, um, that's when he had the clown yeah. nose on, right? And they were trying to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was. I I like. I have to admit, I like pseudo bloopers. I love, <coughs> I love them. I think everyone should make much more of an effort to put them in most movies. Yeah, it's um, I I, I love especially I love kids like movies. Like I love this idea of animated characters being actors. And obviously the obviously Pixar did it first, they did it best. Mm. The Bugs Life bloopers are the best bloopers ever. Um but and, and it, I just and it, I love that. I love that concept. It's also a brilliant way of getting kids to watch the movie to the end. So what you'll find yeah. with with six, seven, eight, nine year old kids, they can get bored. Or they might not watch mm. it all the way through, which means you're not getting your maximum selling of Barbie toys. But I, I think, you know, if your parents have bought you this DVD, you want them to watch the whole fucking thing. <laughs> because you yeah. want 74 minutes to go and have a cup of tea with your friends or whatever it is. And and if yeah. they know that there's these bloopy bits in the end, they'll go through, and they'll watch that over and over because they, they'll, mm. they'll, they'll get it. Kids are smart. And uh, yeah. but and, and, and there's a reason they're and in Pixar fun. movies as well. You know, it's it's just a, a little yeah. a little wink to both the adults in us who are having to sit there watching it, but also to make the kids watch the end of the story. So I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. Big fan. I hope they stick around. Uh, in terms of the toys we've mentioned, you can get a plush Shiver, which is terrifying <sighs> as you'd expect. You can get all of the Barbie dolls. None of the villains. Again, they don't market the villains. Mm. Which I know I've said before, and I will say again. Because you can get Rayla, the Cloud Queen. You can get really Peter as a horse I mean, and as a person. Rayla's barely in yeah, it. Yeah, she's in like two seconds of the movie, but you can get her. <sighs> she's quite popular. She's all over eBay. 
Um, you can get the, you know, there's there's a shit ton that you. Brietta is a beautiful Barbie. She's got this like red hair and this pink dress with this fluff and that like shimmery material. Mm. Great. You can obviously get the wand of light. You could probably at the time have gotten like a human sized wand of light as well that almost definitely had buttons that went like. Oh, in I, the name of love, bling, I, or whatever. I, I love shit like that. I've got to say, yeah, big fan. Yeah, big fan. You wanna, you wanna be pressing those buttons through the plastic in Toys R Us until the battery runs out. Oh yeah. Um. And, and you wanna? Oh bo- yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you're giving me flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um. Obviously, you can get a Barbie that rides the pony, the Pegasus. You can get the different outfits. Her like purple dress turns into her like ice skating outfit like love a double costume the ken doll is a little frightening but (laughs) it's fine he's not important he comes with a plastic shiver um and just the whole vibe the like look of the of the boxing and the um stuff is 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 great it's it's great yeah I'm yeah, and again, you can play with My Little Ponies at the same time, I guess, and and you could oh, mix your yes. toys up, couldn't you? I know My Little Ponies isn't. Is My Little Pony Mattel as well? I don't think it is, but I don't. It think should it, is. it should be, but you know, I cro- having crossplay with your toys is also, I think, it's so important. Quite quite important the ability so that you don't have to necessarily buy two of these. So I'm alright with I'm alright with it. I mean, the horses are a bit overly sexual, but there's a whole there's a yes. whole bestiality groove going through this film, which. Actually, when I watched it, was the worst thing about this film. Now we've talked about it. It's about number four. It, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so annoyed because I honestly did really enjoy this movie. I just, it was, it was so close to being perfect, and it just didn't quite get there. There were so many good things that could have just been a little bit better with yeah. a little bit more thought behind them. No, I. And that's such a shame because I really did enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. And I think the frustration I have is that it could have been the best Barbie movie of all time. At, yeah. If not for just a little bit of carelessness. And what I'm beginning to see is, is clearly they're working on two of these every year now. And there has there's now this divergence between there must be two different teams working on things right and because we'll see next ep- next episode is another fairytopia and then yeah, the next one to the kingdom of fairytopia whereas the next one i think isn't <laughs> and then the next one mm. is and so I, I think there's there's probably a nurse to start churning these things out the golden days have gone right the the the, the real money yeah. makers are gone now these things are mm. making decent buck but they're, t- they're you know they're they are what they are now, and yeah. and 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 I feel that they're, they're being not trying as hard. That they're pushing them out a bit, and and the frustration with this one is, there is so much here to build on. There's so much here. If they if this yeah. was the only one they did in a year, and they did a couple more drafts of the story, obviously a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff we talked about is a bit postmodern and not really taking place in in um in in, in a Barbie movie in two thousand and five. Mm. But there are things that you think, yeah, we could do without that. We could do a bit more of this. The yeah, the the, the Wenlock Troll Brides thing is a huge misstep at the end. And yeah. I think I think if someone had gone through it again and done a bit of feedback, I think, yeah, actually that doesn't really work for us. 
Um, yeah. People want to know what's happened to Ferris. You know, there's just little things. Yeah. And little things to tie it up, and and a, a world as well that they could have expanded, much like Fairytopia. Like mm. I'd have been happy to stay in this world a bit longer if they'd have just, you know, if we have this idea of the Cloud Kingdom. And I don't think, again, neither of us watched it in 3D. And there are clearly yeah. moments, especially flying moments, where 3D, you can see where they're doing it's mainly it. mainly the fucking polar bear, like, coming towards yeah. his fucking lipstick. And, and I didn't blush. feel, I didn't feel, you know, there are some films which are, I know 3D as a thing has has had its recent you know it comes and goes doesn't it over time yeah. and 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 the period of 3d that this belongs to is probably a little bit of before every fucking movie and tv was in 3d you know and they've given up yeah. on that now so it's a little bit before yeah. that and it's 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 looking for it but there are films or things like um have you seen Coraline? um yep. Which in 3D or Monsters vs oh. Aliens is another one, funnily enough, which the 3D improves. And again, children's films. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could watch Coraline in 3D. I think I would be too afraid. Yeah, I saw it at the cinema in 3D and I thought it was one of the most marvellous things ever. But I hear you. Monsters vs Aliens is another sort of. It's a kind of rote CGI movie. I mean, it, it's quite mm. high quality, but because they do things with depth as well as mm. height, well as things pushing out of the screen, it's things pushed back in. It turns a kind of fun concept, makes use of it. I mean, Coraline absolutely does that. Um, mm. and, 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 but I didn't feel there was anything, I didn't think I missed anything, other than no. some little set pieces where, where, like you say, where Shiver was sliding along and sometimes the horses were flying out of the screen. Um, yeah. So again, that, but that died a death. I don't think any more. I don't think any more on 3D, and yeah, and the 3D revolution was going for at least ten years. So they yeah. they started, and they didn't continue. <laughs> they gave up. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, we have a credit song. It's called <gasps> Hope Has Wings, and... and it's fucking sung by Brie by Larson. Brie <laughs> Larson, Oscar winner Captain Marvel sings the credit song for Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus. So I didn't know this. I had to look up this. So this is before she was an actress. Yeah. They were trying to make her a singer. And she was like Hilary Duff. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson, like mid 2000s, like emo hair, plays I... guitar, too many bracelets. I had no singer. idea. I had no idea yeah. that's what she was. It's, and it's all right, isn't it? It's brilliant. She's great. It's fu- it, it, but you know the song isn't horrible um, no. at all. Um, but I had no I had no idea she had this this prior career. I mean I've got to be honest with you. I Me didn't either. really know of her before Room. Um, is it Room? I knew, is that knew her from she... Scott Pilgrim. See I see I don't remember her being in Scott Pilgrim, which is a film I need to go Jump back Street. and. Look. And yeah, I never really watched them. But oh, um, in fact, I, I think maybe even I didn't really s- super see her until um, Skull Island, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously she won the Oscar for Room, didn't she? As as Best Actress. And she's done yeah. some television stuff. But I, you know, to find out that. Yeah, she, she sang the song she for this. Little pop star career. Um, I don't think, I think this is probably the. the best her career went wasn't it it doesn't sound like she was um particularly into it 
as as maybe some other. I think Hilary Duff is a very good example for you. But, <laughs> um, but you know, there's no Brie Larson Disney TV show, is there? No. As far as I know. Um, but that's nice. That's nice. That's a nice little extra on this one. Yeah, fun little fact. Yeah, we... And like, please use this as an opportunity to go and look up Brie Larson's career because that woman. You know, there's no such thing as a fucking overnight success, and bloody hell. <laughs> no, she, ha- yeah, and it, it, you know, like I was saying, I, I only, know, I know, I've only noticed her fairly recently, but mm. my God, that woman she's had, been there. she, she, she's put in the hard yards, she's been hasn't there she? The whole time, and she deserves, she deserves, um, she deserves all her success. Hmm, she really does. She seems really lovely as well, which always helps. But you know, yeah. she's an actress; she might be faking it. She could okay. be evil. Like all actresses. <laughs> yeah, could be Scientology. Uh, Elizabeth Moss, we're looking at you. Right. <laughs> um, oh, man. I did, oh, all the way through watching it, I was like, I think this is going to hit the top three. Do you know, when but we, I don't know that I can let it. When we started this episode, in my head, it was three or four for me. And then as we've discussed it, and funnily enough, hit a lot, as we keep doing, we keep hitting some of the same notes of frustration about... Yeah. And I think I'm going to have to knock a point off because of the opportunities lost. It's really fucking solid, right? There's so much about this movie to love mm. in the context of the Barbie films, but there are so many missteps and there are so many questions that I have. And... That, and, 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 and... But there's so much that makes up for it. Like, I'm just looking at the leaderboard and it the characterizations are awesome. A lot better than a lot of the early movies. And the concepts are way cooler. And they should be rewarded for that. Mm. I, I, for me, it's number four. Oh, thank God. I was going to say number five. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought you were going to try and put it at five or six. Seven films in a row, well. we've agreed. Obviously, the first one was easy because we were... <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think Fairytopia is just a bit better than it. Because we had yeah. a huge problem with Fairytopia. That, this is the thing I was we, trying to remember. But we had... Ah, Fairytopia. Because ah. I was like, surely this was better than Fairytopia. No, I think Fairytopia laid the seeds when we wanted to come back yeah and and we and we know we're coming back we had a huge problem with fairytopia in in the in the sort of the able-bodied disabled yes thing that the the ending that 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 but the rest of it was hugely enjoyable yeah that's very true um where lots of little things whereas what is number four at the moment for the moment is uh oh hello four was rapunzel I've, I've updated you it. have i was looking at the google <laughs> doc and it changed <laughs> as i was talking um was yeah and as you know rapunzel i have many many more problems with so rapunzel is yeah and i'm trying to think back to rapunzel and i just remember the characterizations being quite bland and obviously gothel you know at least wenlock i understand wenlock wants to be i understand wenlock yeah, as a bad guy to be surrounded by hotness yeah i i i i, I, I get it you want to be better than you are and you want this perfect woman to do you but it's never going to work because you're all being fake about who you are and yeah. he's genuinely evil and doing genuinely evil things whereas gothel just stupid she, she she's from a, she's from a different era of bad guy which wonderfully acted 
Yeah. Wonderfully animated, but frankly, what the fuck was her plan again? So I think I think it fits quite nicely between Fairytopia and um and Rapunzel. And Rapunzel. I think yeah. it gives us some wiggle room. I don't think it's going to end up there. No. But I do feel we've That's been we've been really harsh on it because I really 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 enjoyed it. Yeah. Um and, and and actually the reason I enjoyed it quite possibly was because I could see so much more going on. Yeah. And just a couple of little bits of disappointment, but it's 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 close, but I'm pretty certain that it it'll, it'll end up in the It'll almost certainly end up in the top ten, I imagine. Yeah. Which is I hope which so. is fair enough. And um and then watching them in order, we may one day go back and say, Well, oh, actually, was one like that good? But uh yeah, I I I'm I'm happy with number four. Yeah. But it does make it sound more average than it is, which I think is gonna be fixed. Yeah. I think it's gonna be fixed in the big picture. Yes, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's still early days. It is. Early, early days. Um. So still, our top three at number three is Fairytopia. At number two is Swan Lake, and at number one is The Princess and the Pauper. Which it's going to be really tricky to knock that off the top spot. I'm going to say now. I'm yeah. I think those top two <laughs> are, are, are going to be interesting. I think there's going to be a huge fight for number three. Mm. Um. Although I almost feel like I need to go back and watch Swan Lake. Do you know what I mean? I, I, like I worry that I'm have not... we have we over egged it? Yeah. No, I think you got to remember you had Kelsey Grammer, you had Maggie Wheeler, you had strange true, little true. little animal people that whether whether they were people or animals or not. You got a great nice great dresses, great dresses, really a nice enclosed story. Um, yeah. And and yeah, I know. I th- I think I'm I'm all, I'm all right with Swan Lake where it is for now. For now, but I I do feel we what we should allow ourselves is a moment of reappraisal every so often, just to jig mm. things around to say, well, actually, I think we've done Magic of Pegasus, because I think we both really enjoyed it and we're feeling really bad. It was, it's only it number was four. So good, <laughs> and I feel bad putting it fourth. I think that's still fairly solid. But if it ends up um, four out of forty, that's yeah. very different to four out of eight, isn't it? That's yeah. Very true. Which I think is probably what's no. No. Four out of seven at the moment. Yes. Is it only out of seven? Crikey, yeah. yeah. Well the... this was the sixth movie, but of course we did Barbie, Barbie and the, the Rockers, Rockers yeah. So. That's that's true. So four out of seven sounds terrible. But yeah. but what we've got to remember is they've been so freaking strong. Yeah, they really have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited because next time we're going to Barbie Fairytopia colon Mermaidia. Um, so following the Fairytopia tale, as it were. Very, very excited. Yeah, in our um, second of three Fairytopia movies. Yeah. Although apparently, I think Mariposia lives there as well. Um, yes. So there's two more of them. Oh, and oh, mate, there's so many. <laughs> I'm, so oh, excited. I'm kind of excited about Barbie and the Secret Door, which is one I don't think I have. And I'm really excited for Barbie in the pink shoes because I feel like it's going to want to be like a red shoes vibe. Oh my god! And if it's just dark, if Barbie throws herself 
Bobby throws herself under a train. <laughs> that, <laughs> that goes straight to number one. <laughs> or at the very least, if her feet bleed to turn her jeans <laughs> pink, that would be. Yeah, that we're a long we're a long way off that yet. Also, yeah, <laughs> there is also Barbie Princess Charm School. Of course, Charm School is often code for one of these places where they turn um, female agents, spies into <laughs> into you know into into agents to go into other places. I just love the now idea. I'm expecting that. If it's like, <laughs> well, I think you'll find the Black Widow film is going to be about that, that when it comes out. Yeah. Is that 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 that. Natalia went to charm school, but the charm school is how to be American and stuff like that. And if if Barbie does become an assassin in Barbie Charm School, I'm afraid oh my God. <laughs> somehow I think think not. And also, I've no. got to keep not keep misreading Barbie the Pearl Princess. <laughs> but no, yeah, frustrating one that one because I think, mm. I think we both enjoyed it. But next week, next time. We'll be back in Ferritopia and I hope it'll be less controversial. 